This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? So we've retired the oh yeah. <laughs> That's how you open the show. Oh really? Oh yeah, we do. All right, that's retired. This is 2012. We get a new opening. 2012. Everything's new. It's a fresh start. Everything's gonna go better. Everything really isn't new. We got, as we'll go through later on the show, we've got the same crap coming out of all the cigar bloggers and magazines and all that that spewing the same nonsense. But we are, uh, we are new. We are new. And improved. New and improved. This is the 2012 version of the Cigar Authority. Today, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. If you want to come by, see the show. Take exit one off Route 3 into Nashua, New Hampshire. First exit from Massachusetts into New Hampshire. Take a right. We're about a quarter of a mile down on the right. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Um, we are going to reflect this year on 2011, talk about it. We have had a couple of weeks of the best it feels, of, yeah, it's of like, the worst like of. The, <laughs> we've had three weeks off or something, huh? I got a little nervous again. It's time to get back. I've been itching to do it. Uh, we're going to look at uh, um, cigars that came out this past year as Cigar of the Year. We know there's only one Cigar of the Year. I've been doing it since 1992, Cigar of the Year. Now there must be 50 people out there with Cigar of the Year. There's one Cigar of the Year. These are their Cigars of the Year, but the Cigar of the Year... We'll tell you what that is, Super Bowl Sunday, or the day before, the day before Super Bowl Sunday, right here on the Cigar Authority. But we have the lists with us. If you like lists, we have them here this week, and we're going to tell you what all these bloggers, magazines, and regular people out there think is the best cigar of 2011. We agree with some, disagree with others. We'll even rip apart some of them. Um, yeah, tell the, you why the, they, the ripping apart is coming as a result of David being in a bad mood, Chuck. He I, doesn't, I, I noticed a little bit. He doesn't want to talk about it, but I can't resist because <laughs> so his misery is my pleasure. It. It's, the per, it's the beginning of the year, and it's the same thing every year. It's the same thing. We try to improve ourselves and do things, and I've had uh, an issue. I with, hate uh, it when you try to improve yourself because <laughs> it makes you so cantankerous. I'm hungry, folks, Oh because boy. I started Man. the diet. Again, it, it only lasts a few days, so don't worry. I'm not worried. By next week, we'll be in a good mood again. But which one Which one did you go with? I'm the, going with Weight Watchers this time. So you're counting the points and moving the cards over? Yeah. And... yeah. There's no cards to move over, but I'm counting the points. Not happy about it. There's not nearly enough. I need to take do two Weight Watchers programs because I need more food. <laughs> I think if you pay extra, they'll let you do it. Yeah, I'll do that. They, I'm willing they to do charge that. sit-ups and push-ups, but... I'll be honest with you. I'm hungry. These people that say, oh, they give you plenty to eat. No, it's not true. It's not enough for me because I'm used to overeating, and uh, I'm not happy about it. But let's not even talk about it. All right. We're not it, talking It aggravates about me to even talk about it. We are being brought to you and broadcast on WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy, 
in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Also broadcasting on Sundays, that's two times on Sunday, from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1 on the Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com, brought to you in cigar shops across the nation, cigarstation.com. We are video streaming live on thecigarauthority.com, where you can actually put a little face to the voice, which I like to do sometimes. I hope that I look like what I sound like. That's my hope. Yeah. They never do. People on radio never do. No. Do you like how you sound? Uh, I didn't at first, but I, I, I enjoy my voice now. Really? I don't like what I sound like, like most people say. I don't like what you sound like either. Can yeah. we turn him off? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also are downloaded, uh, available for uh, download for your podcasting convenience on demand at thecigarauthority.com and iTunes. There we go. There we go. So it's a new year. Uh, the big election is coming up this Tuesday here in New Hampshire. We're broadcasting from New Hampshire, and this is the primary time, and this is when all the politicians are around, and everybody's talking about politics around here. Everyone well, that I know of wants to know who you are voting for. I don't know. I don't know. I'm... <laughs> You haven't made I, up your mind. I, I changed my mind. I've made up my mind today, but I change it all the time, and I watch all this stuff. I watch every everything yeah. and pay attention, and then I end up changing my mind. You changed my mind. You know, I don't want to vote for the guy that's going to win. I know who's going to win, but I'm not trying to vote for that. I'm trying to vote for the right guy, the, the guy I think is best, and I end up changing my mind over and over. So I'm one of those undecided guys. Um, I'm right at this point. I'm like 85% going Ron Paul. Because I think that would be the one that would represent my views the closest. That's the way you have to go, would represent your views. And then when Romney wins, I will back him 100% because I think he's the one who can take the nation. There we go. So at least you end up doing that. Uh, We have been conducting since uh, early November something called a match poll. And like a straw poll, uh, we have different color-coded matches at all three two guys' locations. And we have... uh, Ask people uh, after they make their purchase to pick one of the matches, colored matches that they uh, would choose to vote. And, oh, I thought uh, we were supposed to vote every time we walk by. No, every time you buy something. Oh. Which is probably every time you walk by. <laughs> You're okay. I do buy a lot. Yeah. So um, this has been going on since November, and um, the election is Tuesday. We said we would let them, uh, them know by Monday. Um, of how we tallied up. We believe we are going to be very precise because the cigar smoker is, uh, Republican-wise, is going to be the perfect um, person to end up dictating what um, the election will be like here in New Hampshire. And we're going to see how, how good it is. Um, they just finished tallying up right now, and uh, next hour we'll end up telling you exactly how it came out. But I'll tell you this, 2,050 votes. Wow. Okay, wow. so we had 2,050. That's just in this store. No, this is all three stores. Oh, this is all of them. We okay. brought them all together. So 2,050 votes, and uh, we have a clear winner, and we'll uh, break down uh, the votes, and we'll break down the percentages and tell you exactly how it's going to be Tuesday. So we're going to give you the answer in advance, because I believe what happened here is exactly what's going to happen in the state of New Hampshire, and we'll see how that turns out. This is the first time ever doing it for us, and uh, we'll see how it ends up turning out. Uh, the folks from Cigar Feed, Cigar Journal, Stogie Review, Tony Blake, 365 Cigars, Cigar Aficionado, and others have all put together a Cigar of the Year. And we have all that information, and we're going to tell you uh, 
how they turned out and what they think, and then at the end we'll tell you what we think. Why don't we start we off? We are the Cigar Authority. <laughs> Thank you for reiterating. Let, let's light a cigar. Why don't we start off with uh, Charlie at Cigar Feeds, okay. number 10 cigar. Yeah, this is it right here. So we'll go to him. Might as well go to him first. And uh, Charlie, who uh, we've had on the show before. He goes by Charlie, not Chuck, so that we don't get confused with our producer. Thank you. Right. Charlie does a great job because he gets information, I'll tell you, that's happening in this industry before anybody. I think I know everything. I think I know everybody in this industry. I've been in it for 27 years. Uh, I, I have my uh, ears to the ground. I know what's going on. I ask the questions. I, I don't know what's happening. that you think you know everything, too. That's true. <laughs> but this guy, Charlie, gets it before anybody. I don't know how he, well, he, who he knows. When we came out with that... Um, that's the guy from Tatuaje this year, M80. Yeah. He had the information before me. It was my brand. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> he had the information before me. So uh, he also came out with his, uh, um, what he calls the End Awards of 2011, which is not Cigar of the Year, but the End Awards, which is pretty cool, something different. He's CigarFeed.com, and his top ten starts with number ten, La Flor Dominicana, Casa de Tobacco, which is what we're going to light up right here. This is the cigar, if you remember, that comes in the little hut, little tobacco hut with a sliding box inside of it. It is a, I believe, $17 cigar. And, um, which, which really should be two or three strikes against it. You, in this market, it's difficult to come out with a new $17 cigar. You're not talking about Padron or Davidoff. They have the long, long history of not only releasing expensive cigars, but they're also price protected. So you, you're, you're paying the same amount. Regardless of where you buy it, you, it's guaranteed yeah. to be good. They've got the name. These guys don't have that kind of name. Well, I'll tell you. Actually, a $17 cigar would be a step down for Davidoff. That's right, and especially at this size. This is a 6.5 by 54. This is really the La Florida Dominicana Airbender Maduro. That's what it is. But they call it the Casa de Tobacco because it's in the house of tobacco, right? Casa de Tobacco. And um, house yeah, it's uh, unbelievable packaging. Uh, when I when I saw that first come out, I thought it was the greatest thing, and uh, we ordered uh, not all that many, thank God, because I'll tell you uh, how we determine cigar of the year. We we use lots of lots of different things, including sales, because the customer is actually voting with their wallet. And this is the true buy. This is You want to know if something's really good. When somebody buys it over and over again and has to pay for it, there is the vote that counts. Because it costs you nothing to vote, right? But it does when you vote at our retail shop because your vote is by purchasing. It's a big, big influence. Unfortunately, of everything I'm going to read, I don't think anybody in here actually sells the actual cigar. When it gets to the cigar magazines, they're selling advertising. And that's probably an influence to their um, probably. Probably, I say that in a negative way too. It's, it, 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 I'm sure it influences them, whether they want to or not. I'm sure it influences. One of the them. magazines, their number one cigar, also happens to buy two and a half pages worth of ads in the magazine. So, not that you're saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to cough and say the name because I'm that disgusted. Well, this is what I'll say about uh, the number 10 choice here is it's not selling well at all. As a matter of fact, it is the biggest disappointment for me 
um, as a retailer, a, a new cigar that came out is this particular cigar. Um, not that it's a bad cigar at all, but it is not being purchased. And I'll go as far as to say anyone who's ever bought one never bought a second. Never. So that would automatically say they're voting with their wallets, and, and people do not think it's a good enough value for the money it is. Now, value, that's another big thing, too, because, hey, a $20 cigar or something, probably better than a $2 cigar, I understand, but you've got to look at it for what it is. So, Can you afford to smoke $20 cigars over and over and over again? I know I can't. Josh, can you? No. No, okay. Uh, most people can't, and... Um, Yet, we sell an awful lot of Padron Anniversarios, we sell an awful lot of Davidoffs, but we did not sell an awful lot of these. And taking nothing away from it, as, as I'm smoking it now, I mean, very nice. It is. Well-balanced, good flavors. Uh, it's, it's a little heavier than I personally like for myself, but I can appreciate it. It's not overpowering. Balanced was a good word. Very balanced. I like it. Good cigar. Deserving of a top ten? Absolutely not, as far as my criteria goes. Um, people are not buying it. That tells me they don't think it's good enough to continue to buy it. And really, I mean, if you're talking about the top 25 cigars, you know, you average everyone's tastes or whatever, you talk about the top 25 cigars, any one of those top cigars could be one through five or whatever. In this case, we're saying this cigar shouldn't be in the top 25. It's listed as a top 10 here on Charlie's Charlie's thing. But Now, what, what if the cigar was under $10? totally different thing probably sell a lot better uh it's still the cigar it is but it's 17 bucks i don't know i wouldn't pay it i actually i this is the first time i'm smoking it except for when we first came out and we smoked on yeah. the show i've never bought one nor would you buy it again nor would i buy it it's too much too much for an unknown all right so moving along we're going to go right into a uh Cigar uh, called um, Ho Jesus Fuego 777 Corojo Paca. Do you know that cigar? I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, it is a cigar made for a um, Tamora's Fine Wine and Liquor. Only 200 boxes were ever made, 4.5 by 52, short Robusto. How can that be the cigar of the year? <laughs> I never heard of it myself, and again, I know everything. How can that be the number nine cigar? It really is just a blip on the screen. It's not, in order to be, in my opinion, in order to be ranked, you have to have a track record. A track record doesn't start. You, you don't have a track record on YouTube if you don't have more than 200 hits. 200 boxes worldwide. The cigar, you know, we, we sold 333 boxes of... Um, the um, Tatuaje M80. M80. It sold out in two and a half days. Of course it's not going to be the cigar of the year because I only smoked three myself and I owned it. Hmm. So how, it, it can't be. And it, people can't, Consistency. How consistent was it? Well, you smoked one. I don't know how many you <laughs> smoked, Charlie. If you bought a box of them, then you... I have a box limited. and I haven't opened it. I may never open it. Of of that of that of the one you're talking about the M80 M80 yeah but this uh, Jesus Fuego 777 Corojo Paca I I, I never smoked it I can't tell you if it's a good cigar or a bad cigar H Jesus Fuego actually makes great cigars I love his stuff and I'm sure it was good and he is Mr Corojo uh, 
short Robusto. I'd love to try it. The thing is, I'm never going to try it, and the folks that are listening, you aren't either. So that's number nine. Here we go. Number eight. And, I, and, I'm, and we did preface this show by saying David is cranky today. <laughs> he hasn't eaten enough. I also preface it by saying Charlie gets the information before everybody he else. Does. He probably gets the limited releases anyway, and I don't. Yeah. And he got to try it. But I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not with you uh, so far. Uh, number eight, Tatuaje 109 Rosado. I can't even keep track with Tatuaje stuff. There's so many different things that are there. Uh, I can't even keep track because number seven is Tatuaje again, black label, petite Lancero. Now, Lanceros, as a retailer, I'll tell you right now, they don't uh, sell. the bloggers are the ones that are asking for these things from the manufacturer. You should make a Lancero size of that. As a retailer... I don't even want to buy anymore because I'm sitting on every Lancero that came out in the past two years because nobody buys them. And if you add Petite Lancero onto that, it makes it even worse. Now, the cigar might be great, but... Does that mean it's extra thin? Small. Smaller Lancero, not as long, I would imagine. Now, you do sell a ton of a cigar, I guess, that would be smaller than a Lancero. The pencils. The biggest selling cigar for us of the year in units. It's well, you help you help do the inventory. We did inventory uh, <laughs> New Year's Day when most people were enjoying maybe a football game, a leisurely day around the house or whatever I was you enjoying were doing. inventory at Two Guys Smoke Shop. And that was just one of the stores. 25 of us inventorying uh, this store uh, that we're in right now. And thank you because uh, it was, it, it's the worst thing to I do. I found out something very interesting about women. Yes. Women... Do not talk to other women if they don't know each other. So Gianna was standing here. There may be three of us in the store. She was one of them. A girl walks in. They look at each other, kind of sneer at each other, and then the girl that just walked in goes and sits on the side. No one really even says anything to her. Another couple of girls come in, and they all end up congregating over in the corner. So and they so know each other. I nudged Gianna and said, uh, aren't you going to go over? Is the girl representative here? You know, it's a bunch of fat guys smoking cigars. Why don't you go over and say, <laughs> Hi. You know, and be nice. And she goes, oh, no, girls don't do that. Fast forward an hour later or two hours later, we're having lunch. I go and sit with the girls over there and say, I find it remarkable that none of you came over and said hi to the only other girl in the store. And they said, girls don't do that. (laughs) It was amazing. And they don't. Apparently, boys don't do it either because I was the only boy that went over. If I wasn't married, I could have had some phone numbers. How's the marriage going? Everything's good. Okay. Okay. It's a new good. year. It's 2012. 2012. I'm still married. Not a good year for a divorce, so that's good for you. Okay, number six uh, on Charlie's list, Undercrown, Corona Doble. Uh, it's not a Liga Pavada. This is the Undercrown from um, Drew Estates. Now, what is remarkable that this is on the list is that that cigar just came out. Kind of know. I don't. Kind of know a little early. Uh, I like it. It's a great cigar. The people that he mentions here, right, it's not a Liga Pavada, and, and that is an important thing to say because the people that love Liga Pavada that buy Undercrown are typically disappointed. Right. And they say, ah, it's not, well, it's not a Liga Pavada. It is an Undercrown. It's a different cigar. Hmm. 
So uh, they usually have a, a, a problem with that. So understand that when you're going in, that don't expect it to be a Liga Privada. It, it has some of the same characteristics, but it's not the same cigar. I think it's a good cigar. I, I like little, it. A little, little early uh, to be the number six cigar of the year, maybe, but I like it better than the Liga Bravada, actually. Wow, time is flying. Is it already break time? we got a Look lot to go. we got so wrap. much stuff, so I'm going to start speeding things up when I come back. because We're going to we wrap got, this list up. We, yeah, we got lots to go. So stick around, everybody. When we come back, um, we're going to finish this list up and go on to lots more. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran. Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper. 
all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. Talking about my eating habits during the break. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. We're back. This is the Cigar Authority 2012 version, and we're going over cigars of the year. And uh, we started off with uh, Cigar Feed Cigar of the Year. We're going to move along because we've got a lot to talk about. Um, we just did, uh, we did number uh, six, six, the Undercrown. Uh, next became Casa Magna, uh, and that was a couple of years ago, the uh, Cigar of the Year for Cigar Aficionado. A little different version of it, but um, uh, something I tried, I uh, actually did not care for it, and here it is on number five. I'm going to have to try that cigar again. Um, Manuel Cusada makes... Um, it, Owns the brand, but it's not made by him on there. And number four is uh, Manuel Cusada's uh, Espana Lancero. Another Lancero. Um, I'm not even going to smoke that because I'm not taking it on because people don't buy Lancero. So as a retailer, uh, maybe a good cigar, not uh, good for business because it doesn't sell. Uh, number three, NHC Capper Especial. I actually smoked this cigar. This is another, talk about a limited cigar. Yeah, less than 100 boxes. For Pete Johnson, I, I was lucky enough to have a couple of these singles uh, actually given to me because I couldn't buy it and sell it, so we never had it on the show or anything like that. Yes, it was a nice cigar, but again, uh, can't sell it. Therefore, you know, the best movie of the year, let's say uh, uh, something's going to win the best movie of the year, yet it is playing in no cinemas ever. 
Well, uh, it played funny, in a cinema once. Funny that you say that because yeah. it, it's hard out there for a pimp two years ago won a Grammy for best rap song, and I had never heard it as a DJ. I don't own a copy of it, nothing. There is, it didn't come in any of my promo packs, yet it wins a Grammy. Well, and how, I does, get, how does this stuff happen? I get every single song that never hits the radio and what hits the radio. If it's been released, I have it. It, it, and you you got to say consistency should have something to do with it, no matter what, of the brand. Not that you smoke one cigar and you liked it. It's consistently good. Right. But if they've only made 100 boxes ever worldwide, how can there be any consistency unless you bought them all? And if you bought them all nobody else had them, who are you talking to? Mm. That's a good point. You make a good point, David. Well, this is just my feeling and, and, and how we end up determining how we pick the Cigar of the Year. Uh, next up is E.P. Carrillo's Short Run. Again, Short Run. Uh, far from Short Run, like 100 boxes. They do a lot more, but here's a Short Run. I say again, it's a, it's a Short Run. It's not um, demanding of a Cigar of the Year uh, award, the best of, because it's Short Run to begin with. Um, number one cigar um, he chooses for the best cigar uh, is very, very interesting to me, and we're going to light it up uh, next hour. So yeah. if we finish this, we've got a lot more to go on this cigar, uh, which is the Flor Dominicana Airbender um, Maduro, which is the one that came in the Cassidy tobacco box that doesn't sell at all. Uh, his number 10 cigar, but the number one cigar, talk about, you know, I'm beating this up all the way through, but here it comes Holy God, look what he ends up picking here. Very, very interesting cigar is the J. Fuego Sandra de Toro Originals. Uh, the Originals is the one in the little pack with the five cigars in it. That I, sells, bought, I bought a pack of those this week. Sells for $12.50 for five cigars. For five cigars. It's $2.50. For this cigar, they come pre. They, you don't need to cut them. They're open on both ends. Right. No cap. This is the, the way they do it, right in the yeah. tobacco bags and stuff. When you when you're going to try it, um, very rough meaning. There is a rough uh, looking. Yeah, it's uh, certainly unmolded. You know, uh, each one looks different from the other. It's aesthetically not the most beautiful cigar. Maybe the worst looking cigar that there is, uh, but. Uh, a nice tasting cigar, yes. Uh, although full bodied when it when it comes to the cigar, um, value wise, incredible, incredible value. It's just so, interesting that he jumps he jumps all over the place on with this list. There yes. is no consistency. A lot of this stuff is cigar dork knowledge. You know, you really have to be entrenched in the inner workings of the cigar world to even get half these cigars, even understand what they are or where right. they come from. And then, boom, he pulls out. Yeah, the, you know, the latest Will Ferrell movie. Bam! It's right there. It's a guaranteed winner. This is the greatest cigar for for, for the money that there is, and and I understand just where you where you're going with this. Great value, no doubt about it. Now you'll see when we end up telling you our choices for the cigar of the year, which is actually the contenders for the cigar of the year, is um, one of the Jay Huegos, um, Sandra De Toro. Is chosen, but it's a regular size of it. Yeah, that I think it's the Toro size. Yeah, it it uh, it uh, burns slower. Or Busto, yeah. Burns slower. I think it's less um, uh, aggressive, early aggressive. This is this is there's not much tobacco in here, so it's uh, kind of like a straight Lajero kind of oomph to it. Taking nothing away from it, I think it's a great cigar, uh, but 
I, I would have chose a different size that actually costs more, but really kind of kind of weird. Uh, of like like you say, from one extreme to the other, yeah. from, from uh, things you never heard of into into a mass produced. Uh, this is the highest volume uh, Jesus Fuego there is. Is the uh, originals the one they make? They can't keep up with them. They make right. so many. And then there's other things that they make a hundred boxes of worldwide. So you're everywhere. You're everywhere, which is, hey, maybe it's good. You know, you got something here for everybody. Maybe they shouldn't have been in order. Maybe they should have been, you know, these are things to be looked at or whatever. Um, he puts down a most disappointing cigar of the year. Draper's 124th anniversary by La Aurora. Don't even know what it is. Never had it. Um, it's another, it's the most disappointing cigar that n- nobody had. So, therefore, it wouldn't be too disappointing if nobody ended up having it. Uh, my feeling, um, again, maybe I'm not into the inner, inner workings that everybody was talking about the cigar before, and, and I missed it. And it was something everybody expected to be great, and it wasn't. I don't know. Uh, most surprising cigar of the year, Rocky Patel's 50th. Now we, he does say something interesting about this one. Okay. Uh, for the first time, we, we have him commenting about the price of a cigar. He says, I wouldn't call this a good $20 cigar, but prices aside, this is a good cigar. Any cigar could be a good cigar if it's the right price. Yeah. You, you got to, you gotta, as a buyer, I'm a cigar buyer for retail stores, I have to look at the cigar, taste the cigar, and ask how much it is, and then determine whether we're going to bring it in or not because it's going to sell at that certain point. Right. Uh, so is it a good cigar for $20? He's saying no. Well, then... It's, it's not a good cigar. <laughs> as, as you know, you can't be my buyer. Chuck but. and I each each did smoke one uh, not too long ago, and and it is not a bad cigar. But there's no way I'm buying another one. No. I actually I walked up to the register and then found out how much it was. I was I almost had to bring it back. I typically don't buy twenty dollars cigars. Well, it's, it's another one. Bag. Listen, I think it's a good cigar. Uh, the problem is it doesn't sell. I mentioned last week, uh, kind of like jumped the shock with the packaging and the mm-hmm. uh, rhinestones and everything on it, uh, the color of the inside of the box, everything. For some reason, guys are, are pulling away from it. Uh, they're it's not, not really very manly. It. But the empty box, which we have never emptied a box yet of it, all the women are coming over and said, can I get that empty box when it's done? And I said, well, there's eight cigars left in it. Buy the eight cigars and take the empty box. Well, they're not going to buy $20 cigars, eight, eight $20 cigars. Therefore, it's sitting there and it's not selling. And, um, it's a $160 box right there. Th- that may be something, though. We talked about uh, the last time we did a show live, we talked about um, things to save. You know, you put a box of those cigars away, the Rocky Patel 50s. Ten years from now, it's going to be, holy God, look at these things, and they're probably going to age fantastic and be great. But the price tag, if price doesn't matter to you, it's a different story. But, listen, it's not uh, its not a surprise to me. Charlie goes a little bit outside the box and gives a couple of other uh, honorable mentions here. Best packaging to Room 101 Namakubi, Papi Chulo. That's a uh, black lacquered box with some red lettering inside of it. It kind of pops out at yep. you. Um, it's just a regular box, but it does uh, look nice. Anyway. He mentions the Tatuaje M80 box yeah. in there as well as a runner-up. Which, which is, he, He's the one that told me about the brand, uh, even though I owned it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other one's Factory of the Year. Uh, cigar. New brand of the year, actually, is interesting. Crowned Heads. It's uh, not a brand. Interesting that he didn't know that, but... He knows that I'm sure he just made a mistake. The brand would be four kicks. Four kicks. And um, 
very interesting cigar, very, very good, kind of early to say, you know, we've only had it for even a couple months, maybe. I mean, it's very, not even. I want to, yeah, I want to say a month. It came yeah. out at the beginning of December. Um, and the country of the year, Nicaragua. Which I agree with. Yeah, no um, big surprise there. Nicaragua uh, is... Um, There's really only three to choose from. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a 33% chance you're going to get that one right. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's interesting is some of the uh, Nicaraguan factories are actually starting to make cigars in the United States. But Nicaraguan tobacco, okay, uh, everybody's using it. The people in Dominican are using uh, a leaf of um, Nicaraguan or something for the strength. The problem in Dominican is too much rain a few years ago. The, the strength level on Dominican cigars have got down. So in order to keep a cigar um, with, with its power, you have to add a, add a bit of Nicaraguan yep. right now. Right. So uh, that is that. that, is that. Uh, interesting list. Uh, I agree with some and disagree with others, but that's what it's all about. It's everybody's taste. That's what um, cigars are all about. So n- nobody's wrong. I'm right, but nobody's wrong. <laughs> All right, moving right along to our Cigar Journal. Uh, they announced their finest 25 cigars of 2011. This is uh, Cigar Journal. This was what I was looking for, and here it is. This is the, Remember uh, I had lost it. I said, we don't have it, and here it is. You were looking at it when you said that. I just let you keep working. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because you um, knew I was looking for the tape gun earlier, and you let me walk <laughs> around the store asking everybody. I wasn't listening to you. And you knew you. right where it was. All right, so we're even now. <laughs> and yes, it Thank is God. a contest. It is a contest. <laughs> so this is a special edition Cigar Journal ratings uh, edition here. So the uh, do you want to go in order or to go backwards? Well, go, go just go to 10. Just start at 10. Start at number 10. All right, number 10, Rocky Patel 15th anniversary. Very interesting. Corona Gorda yes. from Nicaragua. Came out two years ago, but... Um, there it is. It's a good cigar. I think it's... Uh, now, that's actually an interesting point. Could a cigar be the cigar of the year this year if it was released a while ago and then all of a sudden got hot? I suppose. Could that happen? Well, just two guys has been doing it for so long. Has that ever happened where a cigar kind of just lays dormant and then all of a sudden, bam, Some, it takes Something off. would happen to it like, like it would be... Um, uh, reblended or some sort of change in order for me to say it's the cigar of the year because or else you, you're going to do what cigar aficionado does and you're going to say padrone and opus x and you're going to go through the, the same list you had last year and the, which is just happened to be the same list they had 10 years ago there's it, nothing you know it isn't a rookie of the year award but you know t- to say that you know opus x is a good cigar and to say padrone anniversario is, is a good cigar as a blogger, you your job in the industry is to help promote the industry. You want to be shining your spotlight because that's what you have. Shine your spotlight on something that has a chance to have a new impact in the industry rather than... As a, as a DJ, right? Keep touting the same crap over and over again. As a DJ, mm-hmm. you would not say that... Um, Brickhouse Brick- is the song of the year. Right. Even though when you it's play a great it, cigar. When, yeah, but at, when you play it, a lot of people dance to it. Right. But, it's not the, it's yeah, not but the it was, song of the it year. Was, yeah, it was done 30 years ago, exactly. so therefore, uh, you know, not that it doesn't work good on the dance floor, but you'd say the song of the year is something that's perfect really analogy. good. I'll perfect tell you, analogy. and I'll tell you this, you know, you, you play a song like Brick House and you might end up with a full dance floor, but you play the number one song in the country and it crosses all the generations, everybody's up. Even people in wheelchairs are partying. But what I try to do is tell you of something that's really coming on strong 
and maybe, you know, as the Cigar of the Year. And this thing, hopefully, one day is going to be one of those brands that stay around forever. So I'm kind of giving you, listen, this thing is, people are buying it over and over and over again. This thing has legs, and it's, you know, kind of like breaking the, the, the song or breaking the, the, the brand, letting you know in advance. Uh, a lot of people aren't doing that. We're taking a limited release that came out one time at 100 boxes. No, we're not going to be smoking that 10 years from now. We're not, next year, it's not going to be a phenomenon where everybody's carrying or anything. It's over. It's done. It's over. It's, you know, it, it was a great limited release maybe, but it isn't the cigar of the year. I I choose not for it to be that sure. way. Uh, Rocky Patel, 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's a, uh, listen, it's his 15th anniversary cigar, it's two years it's been out there. It's still the 15th anniversary. So is the 1992, using 1992 tobacco, it never runs out. 1990 never runs out. Of course it does. Uh, I got a problem with all that that ends up happening there. Why call it the anniversary blend or whatever, but... It's not your 15th anniversary anymore. Here's another cigar that's two years old, the J. Fuego Origin Original. This is the same cigar that we're going to smoke next hour, but this is the, the first one that came out in the little five-pack. You have the wrong one. You want the other one. Oh. That's the Singret Satoru. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right? We do have a camera. We want to just be aware. All right, so the people watching. Both in. people that are watching want to see the right cigar. Both ears can see that this is the right <laughs> cigar here. Um, well, we had that we had that on the show before it was even released. We had Jesus Fuego. That's the lost episode that no one can ever hear again because right. I probably messed up. It's been that. two years, so I can admit to a mistake that might have happened two well, years ago. And isn't that interesting that it's two years old also? Hmm. Yes, I just said that out loud in English to you. Okay, so um, so two again, two cigars in a row in the top ten that are two years old. Uh, next is the Gurkha Sella Reserve Churchill XO. I don't even know what that is. Gurkha is another one of those brands that they have a hundred different things that they keep putting out, uh, most of which I don't care for. This may be a great cigar. I haven't tried it, but I've kind of given up uh, on the, the entire brand. All right. The next one has four Fuentes in it and one Opus X. <laughs> yeah, Fuente, Fuente, Opus X, Fuente, Fuente. <laughs> it's so, there's so much Fuente in it. You can, you can actually taste it just by smelling therefore, it. Therefore, it's got to be good. That brand has been out now uh, probably about 20 years or 18 <laughs> years, that particular uh, size and everything. I mean, it's been out since 95. What are all the Fuentes? What, what, are the, what is it? What is the what brand are you trying to prove? The brand is Fuente Fuente Opus X, and the size is the Fuente Fuente. You get more points. That's really it, not it, it, confusing it at all. Yes. I'm able to follow that every time. Beautiful. Number six is my father, Lebrejou, 1922 Toro. Hmm. Uh, Lebrejou, my father, good cigar. Um, it's a good choice. It's a good cigar. I like that, it. Now, did that one actually come out in 2011? We did the remember we did the uh, taste on on the year smoking that cigar eating the chocolates and the nuts and stuff was that no that last was, year the year before that was Ashton that was something else oh yes that was something else my that was that was Ashton doing that yeah my father loves you I think that was last year yeah we had Jeremy before. I remember we had Jeremy Soares on when he was talking about it coming out it tastes exactly like the cigar I was mentioning that's <laughs> if you had one in one hand one in the other I think you have the same cigar it's from the same factory. All right. Interesting. La Gloria Cubana, number five. Mencios. Yeah, that's the Cuban one, so let's pass on that because uh, that would be illegal. Nice. Uh, and against the uh, United States of America. Since we are voting, 
That would be... Uh, I would not put that on my list no. ever uh, because uh, you really, should. It really is, uh, it, it is un-American to put a Cuban anything on anything. Well, send Fidel Castro your $30, and I'm sure he'll put it to good use. He'll help the people in this country not. Yeah. Uh, number four, Kane Daytona 654 torpedo. Interesting. Interesting good because new cigar. Kane Daytona I saw on another person's list as a disappointment. What the heck? Well, that when you criss- going. when you crisscross these things, it's interesting. It gets, it's, yeah, some it people gets. are disappointed. Hey, everybody's taste is different. That's what it comes down to. Number three is Master by Carlos Tarano Churchill. Number two is interesting, uh, and I see somebody right in front of me smoking it right now. Is the San Latano Oval? You smoking the Robusto? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're choosing the Robusto here. Uh, I think it's a great new cigar. Um, no, it hasn't been out long enough, really, to have a track record. Yeah, though. it's only a couple months old. It is a really good cigar. Very good. I like it myself. Uh, he, he picks it number two. Can't stop buying it. I'm it. in the same boat. I, I go to it. I see it in the singles rack, and I'm like, and I'm that's no get cheap one. date there. That's ten bucks anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. for a robusto. Uh, the number one cigar of the year, according to European, well, it used to be European Cigar Journal. Now they've dropped the European the Cigar Journal. They want to uh, play to everybody, I guess. Is the Padron. even though they're putting Cuban cigars in the top five? You know what? But I got to tell you, when they're European Cigar Journal, they could have put all the Cubans they wanted, and they put very little in, uh, telling you a, a big something. Uh, but they picked Padron Family Reserve Number no. 85 Maduro. That is a pretty full-body Padron. Uh, that's the one that ended up coming out uh, this year, right? 85, yeah. That's this year's. Uh, again, not all that long that's been out there, but it's a it's a good cigar. It's full-body. Probably the one time where I would say if it comes out by Padron or Davidoff, they have such a long history of consistency that you could smoke that cigar one or two times and say, okay, Yeah, it's a 25 awesome. cigar. It's great. I, had, I did have my very first one the other day. So looking at the top six... Five of them are Nicaraguan, and one is Cuban. So they're saying Nicaragua is the best tobacco, mm. too, also. So, and uh, they're putting Cuba in second place. Not cool. Uh, then you got some Dominicans after that. So that's an interesting uh, look at um, Cigar Journal. Uh, and now we can move on to Stogie Review. Stogie Review's top ten. Um, and... Uh, these guys have a uh, a great um, site that actually I understand is being switched over to Half Wheel, which is going to be their new website that they teamed up with Charlie, hmm. and now the, Charlie's uh, cigar feed goes away. So does the uh, Stogie Review, and they all become Half Wheel. So uh, these guys are merging together. Half Wheel, what, what does that represent? A wheel of cigars is a bundle of 50. Half wheel would be 25, so we should actually have their top 25, I guess. No, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm imagining something like that. A, a wheel of cigars is, is 50 cigars. Mm. Uh, so anyway, the, the folks at Stogie Review, uh, and they have a, a couple of people actually that uh, are on that site, and I have two reviews from them. One is uh, from Brian. The other one is... Um, from Great Torpedo, so let's check Great Torpedoes out first. His number 10 cigar is CAO Okasa, Soul Lot 50. You never smoked that cigar, did you? Nope. We, we uh, took it in one store for a short period of time. Um, it was awful. 
and I don't like to say that about a cigar, but like Onyx Awful or <laughs> there was something added to that cigar, and it was mentholiptic. It was menthol type. I of, did smoke that. Yes. What the hell? I could smell it before you lit it. I said, what the hell is with this? I smoked it twice. Just to make sure. Make sure I just didn't get a bad one or whatever. One from one box, one from another box. The cigar was actually awful. Uh, the ones we had anyway. Uh, I don't know. That's but a nice little out that you gave yourself there in case someone else got one made in a different factory or something. It was, uh, that was it. It was one and done for us. We said, okay. Uh, we like to keep our menthol in our cough drops and our tobacco in our cigars. Geez, I, I hope they improved it or whatever, but for some reason, again, People like different tastes, uh, and this guy may be a uh, Newport cigarette smoker, and he likes it. I don't know, but it was it it's was the new it's the Newport of the cigar world. It is. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, uh, with all due respect, um, you know, biggest disappointment. I'd say that was the biggest disappointment, mm. and not that it was all that expensive or anything, but it was uh, it was pretty awful. Uh, number nine, Tortuga, Edition Limitada, 2011. We've never smoked a cigar. This is a small, talk about a micro brand. This is Victor Vitale's cigar. Ooh. And I've never even tried it. But uh, I saw an empty box once that somebody came in with. Uh, I see the picture of it. It looks beautiful. I don't know a lot about it. Um, Victor Vitale didn't even bring you one? Didn't even have it. I saw him just recently and before this came out. Uh, but uh, Tortuga means turtle. Well, congratulations to Victor and his turtle. Yeah, I, I haven't, I can't, I can't beat it up, but I'll tell you, it's a small, small production cigar. Another one of those small productions that most people probably never even had it, but there it is as really. I nine. think with these lists, they, the name needs to change. It can't be the cigar of the year. It needs to be these are cigars that I smoked that you can't have. Yeah, <laughs> I have them, and you want them, and you can't have them. <laughs> the untouchables. Because yeah. to give them to you would be throwing them away. Always a line in there from <laughs> Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Uh, Great smile. It's my favorite. Number eight, Cro-Magnon, Knuckle Dragger. Now, you don't know this. Uh, I did smoke this cigar, and we had a little of it on the show because I taped a interview I had with the people from Cro-Magnon that actually make a cigar for themselves and sell it themselves. It goes nowhere else. It's only sold... Limited, limited, limited. I mean, it's only them. They make it for themselves. It would, you know, that's it. And I smoked it, and it was very decent. I uh, had no band on. It was just a bare cigar. Uh, this is when I was at the trade show, and I was sick, so uh, I had pneumonia and um, bronchitis. Mm. And I shouldn't even been smoking anyway, but I had no choice. But I smoked it, and it was good. But it wasn't even a fair judgment. To, you know, I was in in the worst shape of of. Uh, for cigar smoking that I could, but small production, unavailability, all that goes along with it. I'm um, sure good cigar, but very tough. Number seven, Grimmikin by El Mino Cigars. I don't know what this is. Never heard of it. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's another never heard of it cigar brand that is available nowhere. Number six is Four Kick Cigar by Crown Heads. Again, Again great cigar, but... No track record. No track record. Uh, we have it at the store. It's going very well, but it's too early. Um, as a matter of fact, there's only 50 stores worldwide that carry it, and we are three of them. <laughs> so it, it is too limited right now. It's going to be great. Uh, it just sounded like the Siamese cat from uh, Lady and the Tramp. 
<laughs> we are three. Uh, yeah, this is the folks in uh, Crown Heads. They, they are making a cigar with Ernesto Perez Carrillo. The cigar is very, very good. It's moving very well for an early, uh, for early knowledge of it, but it's too early to give it a cigar of the year. You know what? That's going to be a perfect candidate for next year, mm. as is the next cigar that they picked a cigar of the year, San Latano Oval. Now, did we just do that? That yeah. came in the other. Oh, that was the other one? Yeah, the other one. Okay, so this is appearing twice. Uh, San Latano Oval by uh, E.J. Fernandez. Very, very good cigar. Already selling very, very well. Again, it's early on for it, but uh, I think we got something here. It's going to be, uh, hey, these guys, maybe they want the jump of it and say, listen, I picked it before it was even popular. Both of those would be actually good, good choices. Uh, another really good choice. This guy's got it going on here towards at the end here. Uh, Zeno Platinum Z-Class. Remember we did the yep. Z-Class event yes, here and did. stuff? That cigar's been off the charts since. This is a product made by Davidoff. It's a lot more bodied than a regular Davidoff cigar. It's the Zeno Z-Class. Very, very good. I blinded David on this one, and he loved it. Hmm. So that you know he really likes something if you can give it to him with it the handoff. It's a great cigar, and uh, you know what? I, I'm probably a little delayed on uh, talking about that because that's how good that cigar is, and uh, you got me on that one for sure. E.P. Carrillo, New Wave, Connecticut, another great cigar, kind of new, uh, surprising how good and flavorful a Connecticut shade is. This is the cigar that's kind of bringing Connecticut back. Hmm. Uh, you know what? There, there can be cigars with these guys that like bold flavor with Connecticut shade on it, and here it is right here. So great job. They're doing some great stuff at E.P. Carrillo. Uh, next up is, and I'm going to say the brand name wrong, La Casita Criolla. Beautiful. And this is Pete Johnson's uh, cigar uh, using the Connecticut Broadleaf. Another great cigar. Again, there's so much coming out with Pete. I can't keep track. Of, of what it is. They're getting lost with with each other. Everything coming out of Don Papine. They're just making too many things that uh, so everything kind of gets blended and lost because of it. And I, I owe myself a, a try again. We have to smoke the cigar again. Sure. Because uh, he's coming on strong, strong here at the end. So uh, it's probably very, very good. I did smoke it a couple of times, but I, com I completely forget about it. And uh, the number one cigar of the year, Casa Magna, which uh, was the Cigar of the Year a couple of years ago from um, Cigar Aficionado. It, it appeared in Charlie's list, and here it is again, um, the Limitada, the box-pressed uh, one, and um, uh, their top cigar uh, for uh, the Stogie Review folks. Uh, quickly going through the Stogie Reviews on um, Brian's, he picked Jesus Fuego uh, Originals also as number 10, Davidoff, uh, Colorado, Claro Double R. Uh, it was a one-time release. Great cigar, but again, a one-time release. You can't get it. Uh, number eight, La Flor Dominicana, uh, Colorado Oscuro. Nice cigar. Uh, Jesus Fuego, Sandra de Toro is number seven. El Primera, Mundo Rosado. Oscuro, also known as the Black Label Perfecto. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Elysion 88, Tatuajes 7th Reserva. Uh, nice cigar. Another nice cigar again. I'm, I'm a little cloudy with uh, all the stuff from uh, from Pete uh, that comes out. Uh, Jesus Fuego's Grand Reserva Corojo number one. Maybe that's limited, Jesus Fuego. 
uh, but they're, they're paying a lot of attention to him. My father, Lebrejou, again, showing up again. So uh, that is a brick-and-mortar exclusive. And their number one, this is Brian from Stogie Reviews, is Liga Pavada T52. Great cigar. I'd love to sell you some, but as a retailer, we can't get enough of that cigar. There is none around. They can't keep up with production. Therefore, you can't get it. Therefore, undeserving of the cigar of the year because of unavailability. All right, we got more coming up. We're going to go to the pros. We're going to go to Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Authority, along with uh, Barry from Cigar Smokers, Tony Blake, and lots more. So we've got lots more, uh, the best cigars of the year. We're going to tell you about them and new cigars coming out in the future. Stick around. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336 and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed? Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Well, not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they've been named the best buy in the cigar business. And there's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box pressed? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge-selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and Two Guys Smoke True. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. 
and they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well. And they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. Boston, the number one sports city in America. Boston Sports Station. 1510 The Zone. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go, The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome! With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Mr. Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Ryan. It's so long I haven't remembered. Welcome back. I haven't seen this. This is the old beginning of the show anyway, but it's the uh, second half of the show anyway. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting live today from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You want to come down, have a cigar, take exit one off Route 3. First exit in How do you have to think about that? It's exit one for all your stores. But I had to think what what road. It's <laughs> it's ex- from Route 3 as opposed to 93 or 95, which uh, you'll find the two guys there anyway. All exits lead to Two Guys Smoke Shop, right? I do. All right, we are broadcasting on WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And for our playback, that's the replay from last week. You can check out the CigarStation.com. They play us twice on Sundays. 11-11. 11-1 and 11-1, morning and and evening. Uh, You don't have to just listen. If you'd like to put a face with the voice, which Dave and I talked about this, we've got sexy voices and we're sexy people. You probably you don't can, want to watch it. Though. You can watch <laughs> Dave is actually getting sexier by the moment. Uh, we are broadcasting on thecigarauthority.com, and you can 
Catch our podcast on demand on thecigarauthority.com and iTunes.com. That's all I have to say about that. There we go. That's all you have to say. And we are talking about the cigars of the year. Everybody seems to come out with a cigar of the year. Uh, I want to preface this again by patting myself on the back and saying I've been doing it since 1992, the cigar of the year. Maybe about four years ago, I believe, four Maybe five years ago, four, I think it was, Cigar Aficionado decided to come out with the Cigar of the Year. Uh, actually, they had the uh, decency not to call it the Cigar of the Year. They called it the best cigars uh, of whatever year it was at the beginning. But now they're full-blown calling it the Cigar of the Year, and so was a lot of other people. But anyway, uh, that's the most uh, sincere form of flattery, right, if somebody Absolutely. Um, Interesting. Uh, on the chat box, Chuck was telling me that uh, Charlie Pateras pointed out that 262 Cigars, uh, my friend Clint Aaron in Florida. Yes. They have an online uh, store. Correction. Our new listener pointed this out. Oh, our new listener. Officer Paul from New Mexico. Officer Ooh, Paul New from Mexico. New Mexico. Welcome aboard. Thank you for watching and listening. Uh, Officer Paul pointed out that 262 Cigars, if you go to buy online and you punch in your area code or zip code, mm-hmm. they direct you to a retailer if there's one locally. So they won't sell to you online, which is... Hopefully the way that all online retailers would. Yeah, keep, would keep the brick-and-mortar stores alive, folks. Things are tough out there for everybody. And it's let me hard tell out you, there for a pimp. <laughs> it's hot out there for for brick-and-mortar right now. And you know what? You're going to have no place to go to smoke to, to smoke your cigars if your brick-and-mortar store goes away. If you have to pay a few bucks extra, pay a few bucks extra. G- give them a break uh, and, and help the brick-and-mortar stores out. They're the ones that launch these brands. Or else, let me tell you. Things are going to get ugly real fast. Uh, you see what's happening to the to bookstores and things like that. That's going away, and uh, the world will be a, a changed place. So it's it's all about the brick and mortar stores. If anything, 2012. You know what? No matter what the product is, buy it from your local brick and mortar. Get the economy going in the in your area. Those people will spend money, and things will go around. It's a much much better thing. Some of these big companies, they're European giants. The money goes, never gets to see the United States. And what did you save the few bucks? Really. How, how is the cigar kept? Is it, is it being kept perfect? How about the transit from, from your, their humidor to yours? What is happening? It's not good. Well, it, you, you get a steak at a, at a steakhouse. It's certainly, it's $10 more to, to sit down and have dinner at a restaurant than it is to go just buy yourself a steak and cook it yourself. Why are you paying extra? You're paying for... The preparation. Yeah, You're paying the, to have the experience. To, yeah, the experience. So, so go in, buy, buy from your brick-and-mortar stores. Let's do that in 2012. Okay, let's, let's stop uh, being as frugal as we all are. And we have to because the economy got tough and stuff. But for, for a buck here or there, it's not going to change your life. And it certainly is going to change the brick-and-mortar stores' These life. are people who are living their passion. This is what Chuck's all about. Yeah. You, you own a brick-and-mortar store. You do it because you love cigars, not because you're trying to make millions of dollars. You want to be around what you love. Yeah. Let's help these people. Okay. Let's uh, let's smoke one of these um, originals by uh, Jesus Fuego. He has the original origin, or he has the J Fuego, um, Sandra de Toro. I'm going to go with the o- the original origins because I haven't had one in a while. I've been high on the uh, Sangre de Toro. That that'll lately. be the milder of the two. We have the original. What you mild. like, Chuck? You go mild, too? There you go, my so, man. So that means I have to go Sandra de Toro, which I'm, I'm happy to do. Uh, Makes it me is, want to switch my the, choice. He's the man of the show. So I mean, that he has to so yeah, he has to live with the fact that he's not different. But 
Now, this is pre-cut on both ends. It is. It's five to a little pack. It has a little drawstring. You just pull the drawstring. It opens up the pack. It's awesome. And uh, there's five little cigars in it. It is a great friend pack. Yeah. A buddy of mine was celebrating his 20th birthday. I think we're going to be able to smoke both, actually, because they're small yeah, they, enough. Yeah, they go quick. Uh, celebrating his birthday, he wanted to come in and smoke a cigar, so we came to two guys. I picked up a five-pack because I, I knew he was bringing a buddy. And for 12 bucks, we all got to sit around, smoke some cigars, have a good time. This Sandra de Toro, right away, my first puff, all in the nose, spicy. It's a big hit right off the bat of, woo, there you go, blood of the bull, Sandra <laughs> de Toro. No, this will wake you up. I think he just got aroused. This is like uh, shooting a, an espresso, a real dark, heavy espresso, the first puff, woo. But uh, a lot of people are putting this in as their top cigars. And it should be. Very, very nice. It sells well. It sells Price really right. well. They can't, as I say, they can't keep up with it. Price point, like two fifty a stick. You, you got to buy the, tw- you know, the five pack for twelve bucks. But I wonder if any stores are opening them up and letting them sell uh, Lucy's or anything like that. But listen, it's five little cigars in it, and they, for people to be putting it for as one of their top cigars. Hopefully, this is going to bring Jesus Fuego to the forefront because there is a great blender, a guy that really knows his tobacco. A hell of a nice guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got this is uh, on the on the origin line. We have the origin Maduro. We've been test marketing um, all year, and uh, very very good. And it's uh, a true Maduro, nothing painted on right, it. Right. It's not dyed or anything. Yeah, it's it's very very good, and they're test marketing it. I'll be honest with you, I thought it would sell a lot better than it is. It's going okay. I, I, I looked for, you know, huge numbers with it. Uh, it was good. It was decent, but I expected it uh, bigger. I don't know if he's going to tweak it because of that reason or not. I haven't got enough input from people. Do you think that maybe the reason that it's not just skyrocketing is because it is maybe the test marketing part kind of keeps it a little secret? It's not like a well, huge... It, well, that's what the idea is anyway, but we've test marketed a lot of brands for different people, including Camacho, the initial release of Camacho we had for a year before anybody did. Uh, 2283 with Jesus Fuego is still test marketing that. Um, the Origin Maduro, uh, he actually uh, contacted me about uh, trying something else. Uh, I'd like to finish up with uh, one thing before I move on to the next one with that, but Love doing it. We certainly can give them great information with our three stores and the uh, way we barcode everything and keep track of everything. We can really tell you how things are selling, what's exactly selling. That's the information they they need to know before they put a million dollars out and launch something. They want to test it. Mm. So uh, the best way to make a uh, million dollars in the cigar industry is to uh, start off with two million. That's right. That's right. And that is the words of uh, Rafael Nardell from Olivero Cigars, who uh, came up with um, uh, a brand this year that was uh, sensational, Aging Room, small batch, which we smoked. Um, There's a cigar that, uh, and we'll go right into uh, Cigar Aficionado's um, top ten. But there's a brand that I expected to certainly be in the top ten because according to Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider, they have listed the highest-rated cigars of the year. They, they, they break it down every single way you can possibly look at it. But the scores for the top cigar of the year was Aging Room, Small Batch, which got a 94 rating. The number one cigar, according to Cigar Aficionado's, Cigar Insider, of checking it and rechecking it all year, 
Then they come out with their cigar of the year, and it's pretty obvious what, what it's going to be. It's going to be Aging Room, and it isn't. They're not even on the top ten. I didn't know makes, that. I didn't know that. Which doesn't make any sense at all. I really have to sit down with some serious say, controversy going on in the cigar this? world. How do you do this? And maybe, you know, this is the this is the, the worry. When you when you talk about does advertising have anything to do with it? They have been rated early on during the year, all year long, as being the top cigar. Yet they have not advertised. And getting a rating like that without advertising is pretty unbelievable. But I think what Cigar Aficionado expected was, okay, now we gave you something, reciprocity, with the three-page spread. I won't say what I normally say because we're on the radio, but that's what's going on. <sighs> just a guess, just an educated guess of, <laughs> of what that would be. But uh, let's go through Cigar Aficionado. And, and, you know, I know a lot of the cigar... I don't know a nice way to say it. We're, we're cigar geeks, right? We can't get enough of cigar stuff, so let's call it what it is. We're cigar geeks, and um, we, we know the answer to this because um, they roll it out in a very special way that they, they sprinkle you with his number 10, his number 8 through 6, his number 4, you know, and it, it was a slow thing all week. But we have the top 10 here now. The number 10 cigar, and we've heard this come up a few different times, but it's a different size of it. But anyway, it is what it is. It's the Casa Magna, and they picked that as number 10. It's a $9 cigar. It's shown up a bunch of times. Two years ago, it was the cigar of the year. Here it is again, Casa Magna, as number 10. Number 9 was one that made me shake my head. It is Warlock Robusto. Now, here's a $6.25 cigar. We got it. It's in the cabinet over there. Uh, it's awful. We just got we, we got a thumb down in the audience here. <laughs> it is. Come on. I mean, it, it, it's a uh, mediocre cigar at best. Uh, it, it, it's, um, it's a low-priced cigar that, you know, came out to, to handle the people that, you know, wanted the 5 and $6 cigars or something, and they, they did what they can and made a – a mediocre cigar, and at best, and um, number nine, it becomes number nine. Big advertiser, big advertiser. Aha! Connecting the dots. Uh, hey, no attention to maybe, the man behind the curtain. Maybe it's just me, but uh, number eight. Uh, they picked a, a punch double Corona from Cuba at a twenty point seven six pounds is the value of the cigar, which came out to $31. So we have a $9 cigar, a $6.25 cigar, moving up to a $31 Cuban cigar, Punch Double Corona. There we have it. Uh, number seven, Cabawan. Cabawan, which uh, we picked as Cigar of the Year maybe six years ago, seven years ago. They're a little late to the game here, but yeah. uh, they even preface it to say that it has improved over the years. Uh, it was a great cigar right out of the box, I'll tell you right right now. When that cigar was released, Cigar of the Year for us, that was a slam dunk. That was the beginning of the Tatuaje craze, Cabawan. They both came out at the same time. It was great. It was actually my choice. I thought it was better than uh, Tatuaje. It was a little calmer. Uh, Tatuaje more for the fuller-bodied guy. Not that this is a mild cigar, but great cigar. Number seven, six, seven years too late, but it's here. This is the problem with the whole magazine industry. It's a history book at this point. 
when uh, something goes to print, by the time it goes to print, things are changing. The evolution of um, of the web and of, of Facebook and of um, websites and things like that, you can get information as it happens. Yeah. By the time it, it gets written and goes to print and gets published and mailed, three months have passed. It's history. So it's like, it, it's like that commercial. Have you seen the commercial with the, the guy? He's like, do you guys know how to post videos to Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Love that commercial. Love that commercial. <laughs> Number six, Rocky Patel, 15th anniversary. There it pops up again. It was a few years ago. It's still out. You can still get it at least anyway, even though the 15th anniversary came and went. You can still get it. It's a good cigar. It's a $10.75 uh, cigar. It's a good cigar, no doubt about it. Um, it sells a hell of a lot better than the Rocky 50. Uh, and it's a good choice, but it's a, it's a few years late on that one. Number five, Padron 64 anniversary Exclusivo Maduro. Another great cigar. We've been selling it for 15 years. <laughs> doing very well with it. Booming cigar. It continues to sell. It's doing great. Is it better than it's ever been? I don't know about that, but it's good. 15 years late on that one. Uh, number four, Partagas Series P number four. It's a Cuban. 1806 pounds. Comes out to $28. So two Cubans in their top ten. It's better than last year where a Cuban uh, showed up as their number one, the B-Hike, $75 cigar, unavailable, ridiculous. Um, I, I always have a problem with these, these top tens. We shouldn't even do, do our own because I have a problem with it. I'm sure people are going to have a problem with ours, but it is what it is. Number three, Elysion Epony. Actually, very good cigar. Very good. New cigar. They got it. They got one. That, that, that's that's a, actually a good choice right there. Number two, La Roma de Cuba, Mi Amor. We talked about that. That confused me a little bit with the My Father, Le Brejou. Very, very similar. $7.75 cigar. This one is the one with the Mexican wrapper. Actually, what they tried to create here, my opinion, is trying to create a Padron Anniversario. Ah. And what they did is actually beat out the Padron Anniversario. $7.75 cigar, I disagree with it's not as good as a Padron Anniversario. I think it's a good cigar. I don't think it's as good as a Padron Anniversario. They tried to do it. According to Cigar Aficionado, they did do it. The thing about Padron Anniversarios, though, is years and years and years of history of the cigar being phenomenal. You do not go to the Padron case and wonder... Right. If one of those anniversarios is going to be phenomenal. You need a celebration cigar. You need a slam dunk. That's the one you go to. Absolutely true. You don't go the to. The most consistent cigar in the world is Padron Anniversario. You don't go to any other one and go, all right, I'm celebrating something important. This is guaranteed. You go, oh, I hope it's good. Yeah. You need a guarantee. You go to the Padron box. Okay. Good point. I agree 100%, and I usually don't. Maybe 2012, I'm going to start agreeing with you. Well, Big maybe, mistake. I'm yeah. going to change my point of view right now and go the opposite. Uh, the number one cigar of the year, according to Cigar Aficionado, is Alec Bradley Prensado Churchill. They gave it a 96 rating. It's a $10 cigar out of the Reyes Cubanos factory in Honduras, which coincidentally happens to make the Illusion. Also, um, they got Don Papin that makes the Cabo Juan and makes the La Roma de Cuba. Uh, you, you can see them 
kind of, you know, they got two or three favorites here. What is uh, amazing to me is they have uh, nothing from the Atoro Fuente people there. This is going to be a big year for Atoro Fuente because this is actually their 100th anniversary mm. this year. Stuff is starting to trickle in already of special, special cigars coming out of there. Really unique special cigars, and we look forward to that stuff. But I was surprised Cigar Aficionado did not do that. They're going to get the ads from... Uh, uh, Fuente anyway because it's their big anniversary, but they rated Alec Bradley, which is Alan Rubin, uh, Cigar of the Year. Uh, this cigar has been around for a few years. Uh, good cigar. Yeah, nothing, Can't take anything no, away from it. Nothing wrong with that. Congratulations to them. I'm happy for them. Any huge surge in sales this past year in the in that particular cigar? No, actually, it was a slowdown from the previous year, or two years ago when it came out, um, and it and it hit its peak and steadily slowed down and not looked upon as much as it was. Um, this will certainly be a boost for it. Uh, I'm hearing today that some stores in New York are selling out of it. It's it's going crazy or anything. I kind of think um, you know. We have a good, educated group of consumers that come in here. Uh, that's one of our things we try to do is educate. Uh, most people have tried this cigar already over the past couple of years. Um, and I don't want to take anything away from it. It's a nice cigar. Um, cigar of the year. It's it's not. It wasn't the buzz this year. It wasn't. If the, you're going to call a cigar the cigar of the year, you want to be able to look back and say, 2011, what cigar comes to mind? Not... What cigar from 2008 right. is really good in 2011? That's you, not the whole point of it. You yeah. have the great analogy with the DJing, right? I mean, if you're going to choose a song of the year, you're not going to yeah. choose Like a Virgin by Madonna. You know? It's a bad yeah. song to begin with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I did uh, make the mistake of playing. You're going to choose Party Rock by. Well, I, I, I played a Madonna song in the middle of a disco set once, and uh, the entire dance floor stopped, and someone actually yelled out, What is this, a wedding? And so I will never play Madonna again as long as I live. <laughs> Not even by request. I'm sorry. I've deleted all my Madonna. Okay, we have uh, a very important one here. Tony Blake, 365cigars.com. Now, this, this is the one I'm waiting for because I really respect Tony Blake's opinion. I want to know, you know what? Skip all the others. Just tell me right off the bat, which cigar does Tony Blake pick as the cigar of the year for 2011, I'm going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it all. And I know we're, we're two minutes to the break, but I'm gonna tell you all of it. Tony Blake has announced on 365cigars.com, the 2011 Cigar of the Year will be announced on June 2013, just for the suspense of it. I like it. I like it a lot. That was his <laughs> announcement. We have nothing. <laughs> no, we have nothing. He's he's gonna he's gonna probably sit back. And I love do the Tony numbers. Blake's comedy or he, whatever you want to call it. I, he's a showman, for that's sure. That's great. That's great. <laughs> he is announcing June 2013. I'm gonna hold you to it, Tony Blake. I know you listen to the show. 2013 June. He's gonna tell us what the cigar. We're gonna have of the year. you on the show, hopefully live, to break it. What was the cigar of the year for 2011? I bet he just wanted to wait to see what we picked. All right, I got Barry um, from, uh, he's, he's given us his uh, top 15, he calls it. Uh, Barry was a cigar smoker's journal. Um, I hear Barry is uh, has moved on to the La Aurora company to work for them. 
He's going to do some PR stuff for them. Yeah, so uh, you would expect this to be sprinkled with La Aurora cigars if, if he's uh, all about the advertising or something like that. So we'll see if that holds true or not. But when we come back, we'll give you their choices. We're going to give you the election results. We're going to tell you who's going to win the Republican uh, primary in New Hampshire. When we come back, and that and a lot more. So stick around, folks. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. Yeah, running down a dream that never would come to me. Working on mystery, going wherever it leads. Running down a dream. Floor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare, aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock.
Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. election results. This is the election results. This Tuesday is the primary here in New Hampshire. Everybody is all juiced up about it, and they're going to come up with a Republican winner for New Hampshire. That's the song I play sometimes when I just get up out of bed. Yeah? I just get up as I walk down the hallway and plays in my house. As you should. So we've been doing this match poll. We had colored matches and uh, a little jaw with each um, nominee for uh, Republican uh, presidential nominee for New Hampshire. Some of them are already out. Some of them are already out, but as it as it would as they would get out, we would remove them, but not remove them from the voting because it was already thrown in there, and we're not going to touch it at all. And it was a, a cylinder, and you could see the matches go in, and people would add to it. Uh, as a matter of fact, 2,050 people participated in our match poll. 2,500. I mean, 2,050. 2,050. Okay. 2,050. And this happened in, uh, we put them all together. This was in the three locations. And this has, began in November, and it ends right now. Uh, the election is Tuesday. We're going to give our election results, and we're going to make the statement that these results will permeate throughout the whole state of New Hampshire. Wow, it is 2012. It's a new year. You used a new word. New word. <laughs> where's, my, where's my bell? Yeah, we need to get rid of that bell for 2012. Is that a correct word, Joe? Did it? <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, okay. Used it in a sentence and everything. My I'm so English proud of teacher you. would be so proud. Please give me the D. Please, I need to graduate. <laughs> That's how it really went on. 
So, um, okay, I'm going to look for, uh, we might as well do this backwards like everybody else does, right? So we have nine candidates, believe it or not. Gary Johnson, do you even know who he is? No. no. Well, anyway, Gary Johnson ran. He got 1% of the vote. Uh, he's still there. He's still a uh, candidate, although uh, early on they had him in the debates, and then they made him disappear, and he came back for one and disappeared again. But he's been going around here visiting the uh, the um, coffee shops and things like that. He's out there. He got 1% of of the vote, which is 18 votes total. Gary Johnson comes in last place as number nine, which I expect that's the way he will come in. Uh, surprisingly, coming in at eight, uh, way down at the bottom, this is a guy that's getting uh, a lot of juice right now, uh, Rick Santorum. He received only 2% of the wow. vote. He got 56 votes. Uh, he's coming on strong at the end. Uh, it doesn't look like he's coming on strong here in New Hampshire anyway. But uh, we'll see how that how that uh, ends up going. Uh, number seven, Rick Perry, 68 votes, three uh, percent he gets, uh, and that's where he stands uh, here. Rick Perry, uh, number seven, number six, out of the race, but still getting four percent of the vote, 80 votes. Herman Cain. Be great if he had like nine something. He got some votes uh, <laughs> actually in the um, the. the um, election that just happened, the uh, one in uh, oh, Iowa. Iowa caucus. Yeah, he got some votes there. Well, he got some votes here uh, at uh, 4%, 80 votes. Um, and there were people looking for the businessman to uh, to take over. We know how um, how that turned out. Um, whatever. Really, if you're going to run for office, just keep it in your pants. That's it. But or if you, you can't. Your whole life beforehand, though. You know, yeah, you just, you, know, you just make those decisions when she's laying there naked. You just go, um... I'm going to say no because I might run for president someday. Now, remember, that is uh, alleged. You, alleged. You, you yeah. record it on camera. You saying, I might run for president someday. I can't do this. You know what I want in 2012? No fines. No FCC fines. 2012. No FCC fines. So now, that would be allegedly that he couldn't keep it in his pants. Not. No, I did, wasn't speaking about him. I was just saying candidates in general. Oh, candidates if in you general. were going to run, keep it in your pants. Okay. Uh, number five. Um, received 5% of the vote. 112 votes went to Michelle Bachman. Hmm. That was surprisingly good. I didn't think she'd do as well with a basically all-male right. type uh, business that we have here. Um, number four, um, with 9% of the vote, 184 votes went to John Huntsman. That's not doing very well at all, but he did pretty well uh he did lousy in the Iowa caucuses, but it looks like he's coming on kind of strong here in kind fourth of strong place. Kind of 9%? Well, compared to uh, what he did, he didn't get no 9% uh, in Iowa. He got 1%, I believe. And uh, I thought that was going to be the end of him. Um, that was number four. Number three, I think your choice. He is. Is Ron Paul. I'm with going 13%. Ron Paul. Lucky three? 13 Third place, 266 votes. Hmm. You think that's going to happen in the state? I'm going at least two. Whoa, I thought the opposite. I thought you were going to say, no way he's going to get to number three. You think number two? Oh, I definitely think number two, absolutely. I think he'll probably be number two as well. I think I that... think he's got a shot at one, Dave. I don't wow. know. One. That might be a little crazy talk. Well, number two, according to this poll, was Newt Gingrich. With 18% of the vote, 362 people chose Newt Gingrich. 
I just, I don't know. I just don't. He's not crazy enough for me. <laughs> I like a little crazy in my candidate. Yeah. Well, that brings it to number one, which is the obvious vote. 909 votes. 44%. That's a huge percent. 44% goes to Mitt Romney, who I think is going to end up being the guy. But So it, Mitt Romney, Newt Gingrich, and Ron Paul in that order. One, two, three. I'll say it again. Mitt Romney, Newt Gingrich, and Ron Paul. One, two, three. And that's the way it's going to go. Jerry. <laughs> that's the way it's going to go. We'll see if it ends up happening. So back to smoking cigars. Are you done with that cigar? Almost, almost. I, I really was disappointed when John McCain didn't do as well as I'd like him to have done because he was the kind of person you just wouldn't want to mess with the U.S. if he was the president. He would look for a reason to push the button. Just push it. Yeah. Give me a reason. All crazy in the eyes, looking at Kim Jong-il. <laughs> I'll push it if you don't mess with, you know. Can I give you a did you know about Ron Paul? Yeah. Number one candidate amongst veterans. Interesting. Really? He's like the only uh, candidate that's against war. That's one of his main criticisms, like one of my uh, guys in the Patriots And group. veterans like that. Yeah. Apparently, Yet yeah. they sign up for the war. Yeah, I guess it's like, you know, when they go over there, they don't they sign up something. for war. They sign up to defend the Constitution. That's it. That's exactly it. That's so, exactly well, it. if you can defend the Constitution also. without going to war, I think that's your best play. I also am a big fan of, of not having an occupy, you know, you don't go occupy another country. You erase the country. If it really is that bad, <laughs> you, I'm not kidding. You just erase it. No more Iraq. Wait 25 years, then go in and drill for oil or drill underneath or do something else. But gone well my humble opinion you allegedly you and whatever is going to keep us away from you and hitler had the same exact uh, thought on that so that's kind of weird i'm not doing it because of the color of anyone's skin or because they have pea stained sheets on their head i'm just saying if you're if you're really that bad we just nuke you or send in a sniper or a droid all right, let's move on. It's also a sniper. Barry, a cigar smoker's journal. And has uh, a nuke. He has sold his company out, uh, his his blog out, uh, to a guy named Kevin. And uh, Barry has moved on to work for the folks at Miami Cigar. Um, is he working for Miami Cigar or is he working for La Aurora? Really? Okay, Miami Cigar Company. Um, I want to say that that's accurate, too. I saw the post on Facebook. Okay, so uh, how awesome is it, by the way, that you can get your information just from Facebook from being friends with these people? Facebook shows up in your news feed. You're like, ah, Facebook is a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. Okay, let's look at his uh, top ten. This was the final thing he did before uh, getting out of this end of the business and uh, probably knowing that he was going to work for Miami Cigar, so you can expect it to be sprinkled with Miami Cigar stuff, you would think, right? I wouldn't think that. No, because he's an honest guy. He is. He, he does it. To, you know, it's going to be uh, a, sh- a shame to miss him because it is uh, of him doing this because he was very, very good at what he did, and it seemed like he had no agenda at all. So, uh, Barry, let's uh, see what you got. Number 10, Jaime Garcia's Limited Edition 2011. Strike one. It's Limited Edition. I agree. I agree. Uh, we like Barry. We like Barry a lot, Just but it is not a... Not a good uh, choice. Yeah. How can it be... Uh, what does he call it? Top 15 cigars. Uh, number 9, Emilio AF1. Gary well, Griffin cigar. You know what? If you're going to call it the top 15 cigars, maybe this is for his flavor profile 
and this is what he likes. Is it? Is, is there anything in the description of the cigars? Might be able to throw him a bone there. You didn't give me a paper. Jerk. No, I didn't give you that? No. Um, yeah, he talks about balanced and all that. Well, this Emilio AF1, does anybody know that cigar? Of course you know that. <laughs> I don't know it. And, and again, well, he's, he's I know everything. one degree from Kevin Bacon. So yes, he, he can... is. He's one degree. <laughs> yeah. For it to be a, the top cigar, it has to have some sales behind it. Are you it. in some sort of cigar club where all the geeks get together and trade cigars and send them and... How no, do you know the, all this it's stuff? It's the wonder of the computer, man. It's the computer thing, computer age. The information is you there. You can print out a cigar? You got the cigar, though. That's what's impressive. You're just a regular guy, and you got it. Well, this is the problem. Well, you're not a regular guy because you're one degree from Kevin Bacon, so that puts you above the rest of us automatically. If you were to get, have a cigar as, as being a top cigar, it has to be available. It's not available. This is my feeling of it anyway, and... Uh, you know, it's something that's made in a small, small amount that nobody can get. I mean, it's a little show-offy. I got it and you didn't, but uh, I don't like the choice. Sorry. I'm going to call it the way it is. Number eight, Undercrown. That's the Drew Estate uh, cigar. It's new. You're smiling. Somebody said something Fred bad. Smith. Oh, yeah. Me a hard time. <laughs> Fred Smith's going to be on next week. He's got some big news for us. So we're going to talk about Fred Smith. Starting with a, a, very, genius. a very important announcement about... A ranking that I've acquired. I've heard. I've heard. I saw Fred yesterday. Not allowed to talk about it nope. yet. Nope. Next week's the big news. Wait on, for the YouTube on video. On Fred Smith. Uh, Undercrown and number eight, that's Drew Estate Cigar. That's the one that's not the Liga Pavada. It has to be known as it's not a Liga Pavada, but very nice cigar, new cigar. What a shame, too, selling to well. even compare it to Liga Pavada because, in my opinion, it's ten times better. Most be people's it isn't. Most people that, that... That's because they had Liga first. Right. Right. If you don't, if you didn't drink the Kool-Aid on Liga, which it was an okay cigar, but not for the money, in my opinion, well, why, just okay. Why I like he chose this is, hey, somebody scored. Someone's really excited yeah. about Liga Pavada over yeah. there. Yeah. Woo. That's okay. Somebody, somebody scored or <laughs> Bruins won. Bruins won one. Bruins are on fire. Fire. They are on fire. Big game. Big game. They copied our shirts, but uh, they're, they're on fire. <laughs> um, the. Uh, it's available. There's an available cigar that there's still in cigar shops over there, underground. Yeah, Just phenomenal, say phenomenal cigar. Number seven, Fausto. This is Pete Johnson's cigar. Uh, very, very good day. cigar. Good. It is available. It's very good. I, I really got to get my crap together with uh, Pete Johnson's cigars because you need a Pete Johnson diary so you you can look back and. And scroll through and say, okay, this was this, this was that. It does have a lot of stuff. This one up. doesn't confuse me because it's a different band altogether. It's got the little devil thing on it. I, I, I see it. I, I know it's different than the others. Some of them just confuse me. It's the same band with a little lettering printing in the center that's different. Kind of like what most people would do inside their own company where they're sampling different yes. cigars to see what they would release. And Pete is just releasing them. Right. It's just a little sampling type thing. So anyway, Fausto, good cigar. Deserving, it's up there. Uh, number seven, great, great uh, choice. Number six, Elysion 88 Candela, one-time release, green cigar. And it was terrible. I personally don't like Candela anyway, but I'll tell you, for a Candela, it was uh, pretty amazing that he did what he did because talk about a, a, a loser um, size cigar and a loser wrapper color. The thing sold. Uh, it did not taste awful. 
uh, and it was copycatted because he really did something different to it. He did an amazing thing with it. It was pretty amazing, but it wasn't all that available, not deserving because unavailability type of it, but an amazing cigar, yet really something like the biggest surprise of the year was that that cigar, you could smoke that cigar, and uh, it got the attention it got because Candela's, nobody buys them. Nobody buys them. Um, Number five, Lito Gomez, small batch number four. This appeared um, somewhere else. Uh, I think uh, it was said somewhere else. Small batch, unavailability, can't get it. Uh, number four, San Latano Oval. There it is showing up again there. There's a cigar to watch. There's a cigar for next year's Cigar of the Year. But these guys jumped the gun and got it in early. Hey, good for them. Something to look at, look to. Pay attention what to. would be a shame is if in the next round of ovals, if the production quality dropped or they ran out of a certain kind of tobacco, and then you have a cigar that was phenomenal that now has the same band wrapped around, it's not as good. And that's why you that's, really need to take your time on these and let a cigar speak for itself over time Yeah. and not jump the shark. Okay. My favorite expression for 2012. There we go. Casa Miranda, number three which is the Miami Cigar brand. So finally one gets in here. This one is a unique cigar not made by Don Papine, not made by the La Aurora factory. This one's made by Titan de Bronze, which is a small little factory out there in Miami, a Cali Ocho. Uh, they do make some unique things, very small batch uh, type of stuff, but there it is. Um, what did I hear? Um, number two cigar of the year, Four Kicks. They're showing up again. Four Kick Cigar. Uh, Again, one that we want to do well. It's only in 50 stores. It has no track record, although the guys that make it do have a good track record. Yep. It's still it's risky to put that in there that high. and it's Everything that's out there is still the initial boxes that came in the first time ever. So it, consistency, no, it doesn't have consistency yet. because. And if you're going to put a product out, you're going to put out, you're going to put your best foot forward. You're going to put the most aged stuff. It's going to be a home run for you because that's the first time the consumer is going to see it. And if you're if the blend changes, you just hope they don't notice. There we go. And here is another choice. We saw this. La Casa uh, Criolla. That's a uh, Pete Johnson cigar also. That's the Broadleaf. And someone on the chat box mentioned that one as well. Yeah. That is the Broadleaf uh, Puro, meaning uh, it's Broadleaf tobacco all the way through. The problem I have with... The cigar is price because um, typically all broadleaf tobaccos, which you look at Topper, Topstone, uh, Moneymakers, things like that, they're typically very, very inexpensive cigars in the dollar to two dollar range. Where this cigar, uh, it costs much more, but I'll tell you, it tastes really good. Uh, maybe it brings more light to um, Connecticut broadleaf tobacco, which is very nice. But a, a all broadleaf cigar at that price. But very good cigar, um, just so much coming out of Pete Johnson uh, through that factory. But, hey, they're doing it, and uh, that's what um, uh, Barry uh, chooses. Barry's a big Pete Johnson fanatic anyway, but he better start putting his alliances to uh, Miami Cigar if All that's right. who he works for. Fred Smith, paying the bills, baby. Fred Smith just gave me the thumbs up to do this. I want to tell you guys something. First off, I am currently the world champion of musical recliners. I am the world what is champion. That? What is that? I'm, it's like musical chairs, but you play with recliners. You know, you don't just sit down. You also have to get it into full recline position. 
And again, there's, there's, uh, so there's talk a world, about a limited release. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the world champion. I hold the record. Yeah. Okay. I also, I am the world champion of musical stumps. And I'm the world champion of musical office chairs. Now, the world championships of musical chairs, Fred's going to talk about when it's going to be next week and the, the whole thing around it. I know this is a real but thing. I, the world, we're talking about 10,000 people playing musical right. chairs at once. Okay. 10,000 people. I am. I want in. I am ranked as number four in the world for musical chairs when I hold three titles for musical events. Well, who's number one? That's all up to Fred. He's going to tell us all about that next week. All right. He wouldn't even give out the information, but it's total nonsense that my ranking is only four when I hold three titles. The other top three people do not hold the titles. How come this is the first time I'm ever even hearing this about you? <laughs> I know everything about you. You don't know everything about me. <laughs> Apparently not. There's a whole musical underground. Musical reclining chairs. Well, it's embarrassing to say that you play musical chairs as an adult, but it's something that I started as a kid, and I've been playing my whole life. I'm phenomenal at it. I'm not good at a lot of things, but I happen to be ridiculously good at Is this going to be in the chairs. Summer Olympics or what? I, a... That would be a great event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm coming in ranked number four. And uh, I'm not happy. I'm just saying. What can you do to boost that? You win the championship. I would have to win the championship. Are you entering? I have to now. I don't think you can. Ooh. I don't think you can enter this contest, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> don't tell me why. We'll let Fred talk all, all right, about we'll it. tell you why he can't even be in. Little tease. So there's no way you can win. Therefore, you will not be the champion. Somebody else is going to be the champion. It's still nonsense that I'm only number four. I could be the winner, but I would stop dieting right now because the bigger the butt, the better the chance. <laughs> True. That's how I play, baby. That's how I play. And you need a little muscle behind you. I got to start working out, but I can't lose weight. I have to gain weight. I got to be like a sumo wrestler. I would pay to see you play in a diaper. If you want to play I'm the sumo game. Yeah, i got to wear that diaper Wear the thing. giant diaper. Yeah. <laughs> this, now, there's a whole thing right there. Sumo wrestlers are proud of their weight. They wear it like a badge of honor. They go around wearing almost nothing. They compete with other men, slamming their fat bodies up against each other. But they're proud of it. And I want that to get big I think in this you should... country. If this was big in this country... I, I think that's champion. the route you should go. You should put on weight. This is me maintaining weight my whole life. This is me trying to maintain it. Imagine if they said, okay, you got to gain 100 pounds. I could do it in a weekend, maybe a long <laughs> weekend. <laughs> and I'd have a hell of a time trying. That would be that would be quite the event. How about we have a contest who can who gain, can the, gain most the most in 30 days? I would kick butt. We could, do, right we could do it like where they, they I'll rate, die trying. They rate race cars. You know, how fast can you get to 100 and then back to zero? So how fast could you put on 100 pounds and then take it off? It's got to be so unhealthy to do something like that, though, huh? The guy that did the uh, the cheeseburgers there at McDonald's, you know, he went in and yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 days did the challenge, and his doctor was begging him to stop by the end. It's not good. It's not good. I could handle that, no problem. I'm a pro. They're going to miss me at all these places, I'll tell you. They're going to miss me. Uh, okay, so we talked about everybody's. We saw some crisscross things that, that showed up in, in different people's, this little origin. Uh, Actually, original you hear me a sangria tutorial? I'm, I'm going to go for that one, too. The uh, little origin showed up, which is a $2 cigar. 
that's amazing. We saw a lot of the Pete Johnson stuff show up. Uh, Elision showed up a bunch of times. Uh, we've had a lot of crisscross things, some oddities that I don't think belong there at all, like the Warlock and some different things that, you know, scratch my head and why are these things there. Limited releases that you can't get uh, that came out once and is never available again. For what reason would you we'll put that in there? But they're there, too. So we have our uh, choices for the best cigar of the year in no particular order. All we're looking for is number one. And as I said, I've been doing this since 1992. And uh, some cigars that um, got Cigar of the Year include Romeo and Juliet in 1992. That was the first one. And um, that was at the time. It's nothing like the cigar it is now. It was um, made by Manuel Cusada at the time. And um, it was made for a company called Halco Raw. And great cigar. Um, and over the years, many, many cigars that at that time were fantastic cigars. Some of them you look at and you'll say, wow, that's not a good cigar. At the time, that cigar was a great cigar. They were not able to maintain um, the consistency or they changed factories like Romeo and Juliet did. But, you know, and that is, is the, that is the danger of coming out with a cigar of the year because you, you don't just want to pick. You know, the one that's selling well now and, and it's good now. Yeah, you hope it becomes You, you want to pick something that's going to have legs for years to come. Yeah. And the reason why something like Padron was never the cigar of the year uh, for us was the unavailability. When that cigar became first came out, uh, it was just unavailable. Same goes for Glory Cubano. When that first came out, it was just too unavailable to do it. Lots of things that were top, top cigars in its day were just unavailable at the very beginning. Um Maybe some of these things that um, these guys are mentioning uh, are unavailable now because now they'll get the recognition. They'll end up going into big production of it. It'll show up in stores, and later down the road, it'll become a, a production cigar. But something 100 boxes, man. I've made many, many brands myself of 100 boxes as a test. Um, just, just name that cigar. We have 500 boxes just testing it. We've gone to more than 500 boxes of Origin Maduro as a test wow. before the brand comes out. 100 boxes isn't even a, a fair test. So let's quickly go through contenders for the Cigar of the Year. We have Alec Bradley, who showed up as the Cigar of the Year for Cigar Aficionado, but this is not the Prasado that uh, came out three years ago. This is the American Classic Robusto that came out this year. Low price, good value cigar. Lara Loba. Uh, Sumatra that showed up on some of these uh, things this year. Uh, Jesus Fuego, the Sandra de Toro that we're smoking now. Great size. Um, but, but the Toro size. But the Toro size. Uh, Perdomo ESV. Viajuelo that showed up on Cigar Aficionados uh, last year as the best buy. EPC, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the Maduro version of it. And Ortsak Robusto, which is a cigar that came out years ago, but the blend changed, the packaging changed. They kept playing with it until they got it to where it was. There is one now. that I'm surprised hasn't shown up on anyone's list, including this one, is the Perdomo Champagne. Um, the Noir. The Noir. Noir would have been a good choice, too. There's so many good cigars. This was a great year, 2011, for cigars, and nobody got it wrong. I mean, great cigars, and everybody's taste palette is what it is. Yep. And, uh, hey, if you like the cigar, you like the cigar. But these are just thoughts of things for you to think about and decide if you like uh, the cigar yourself. A little little helping hand from people in the industry to say, you know, I happen to love the cigar. Give it a try. I know. Here's $1,000. Pick mine. Yeah. 
I know I'm going to go through uh, some of the things that we did, and I'm going to try them again. You know, maybe I overlooked something and uh, uh, didn't give it a fair shot or something. So I got a lot of smoking to do to catch up. But 2012, we're already hearing about some great stuff coming out. Uh, Toro Fuente, this is their 100th anniversary. They're already starting to come out with good stuff. I hear things in the grapevine. We'll talk about that next week, along with, as you said, Fred Smith is coming in with his big announcement. Uh, big event. John Hart from Drew Estates will be here. He's going to talk about things that are happening in the cigar shops and lots more. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Catch you next week.